0: All men from the future, loud mouth braggarts. Nope. Just me, baby. Just me. Popheads, welcome to another exciting installment episode, issue, whatever you want to call it, of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you once again from the friendly confines of the Tom Cave. Thank you so much for listening to this quality independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to follow us on the social media at TomcastPopcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. Hey, the best way to support the show, if you're on that Apple iPod... uh, Apple iPod, oh my goodness, just dated myself right there. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, please take the time to write us a five-star review. Those are the best ways to help us defeat the evil algorithm. And uh, spread the word about Pophead Nation and all the fun we're having over here. And we are on all your favorite platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. Welcome. Welcome! Welcome, welcome, welcome we got a great show today. I think we're going to have a lot of fun here. We're linking up with our good friend Roger Smith in just a minute to kind of give a rundown on some of the some of the news going on in the world and, and just to kind of catch up and see what what in the world of pop culture is catching our attention right now and what we're enjoying out there. Uh, there's so much content nowadays, it's so hard uh, to, to stay current. But we, we try. <laughs> we don't always succeed, but we try, darn it. And, and that's the most important part of the show. So before we get going, before we get into the, the show proper... We do have to thank the most important people on this podcast, and they are the official members of Pophead Nation. They help keep the lights on. They help keep things running smoothly. They grease the wheels. They pay for the lights. All that stuff, you know? They, they, they're coming over here with light bulbs and all kinds of helpful equipment to make sure that uh, we stay on the internet airways that we pay for ourselves. <laughs> I don't whatever they're the best and that's all that really matters you can you can become an official member over at patreon.com forward slash Tomcast podcast you can join the nation and gain access to bonus content it's so good i think well you know thank you to our current patreons though the aspen hill chody the batman of bay park jeff nail jeff is a co-host on the ring and Air, a fantastic music podcast check it out thanks to evil circle the evilest of all circles the Squid Master General, Mr. Brian Broussard. The New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Our very own Joker and Holly Quinn. Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company right here in San Diego, California. And the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you so much for being the official members of pop Nation. You are the best. All right, like I said, we got to get into this, this week's show because, um, you know, it's just always a good time to chat in with Raj. So we don't like to have the show run too long. You know, we're not into like the three-hour podcast format, uh, but I think Roger and I will have plenty to, to plenty to talk about and to stay busy with. So let's get over there. Let's check it out. Let's enjoy the conversation. So now here's the hardest part of the show. You have to sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. Here we go. Hold on to your butts. Hey, we've done it once again through the power of the internet. We have connected with Roger Smith, aka Jedi Raj on Twitter and Instagram. Roger, my friend, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I feel like it's been a while. It does feel like it's been a while, doesn't it? But I don't think it's been that long, has it?
1: No, probably <laughs> just a couple weeks. I think maybe.
0: Oh man, yeah. Well, you know, the schedule's been all over the place lately, so we're just cranking out shows yeah. whenever we can.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: How are how are, uh, well? Actually, before we get into the, the formalities, let's let, let's kind of like do our thing. What sure. are you drinking today, bud?
1: You know what? I'm drinking my uh, my classic, my OG, my weekend vibes. I'm uh, chilling on these guys. I like to go back to them every now and then. They're one of my faves. And uh, pretty affordable, too. So it's a good one.
0: You know, I recently did the same thing, actually. I picked up a six-pack of that. It, it had been a little while for me. Yeah. But something it was, like, was kind of like calling to me. It was like beckoning. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, when I cracked that first one open, I was like, man, this is really good beer. And, uh, you yeah. know. Again, we've said it before on, the, on this podcast, on other podcasts. I mean, that San Diego is an embarrassment of riches in the beer world. Uh, so sometimes, <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta kind of go back and then touch base with with your old friends,
1: <laughs> like like we've yeah, definitely. I, I think it's kind of something that's like really overlooked in the scene. It's like you know, when you like a beer, that doesn't mean you can only have it once. You know, you you go back and enjoy it. It's like a good song. You know, Ooh. you listen to it every now and then. You yeah, don't to burn it out. But you go back and hear it every now and then. <laughs> I like
0: that, Roger. I do. I like that a lot. What oh, since you since you brought it up though, I am very curious. Like what is a song you like to go back to currently? Like what's kind of in your in your brain?
1: Oh shoot. I don't know. I've kind of been going back to a lot of metal lately. So I've been doing some Block Dahlia murder stuff. Uh my friend was like sending me, he's like, Oh yeah, I was like listening to this album that I hadn't heard before. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's one that I hadn't really looked into myself. So yeah, I was just like going back through like the Nightbringers album and the ritual album. A lot of good stuff. Love me some black
0: dahlia. <laughs> nice. I like that. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, beer wise, for me, this is something that is fairly new to the the San Diego marketplace. This is from uh, this is a collaboration from AleSmith and Alvarado Street Brewing Company. This is their oh nice oh so under West Coast IPA brewed with Aussie and New Zealand hops. Oh. And uh, you know, AleSmith is a legend down here. Alvarado Street is a legend up north. Uh it, it makes a ton of sense. They come together and make a really rad West Coast IPA. <laughs> That's
1: pretty nice. How are the uh New Zealand hops? So good.
0: <laughs> Let me see if I can give you like a little rundown here. It's uh tut, 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 tut. uh Galaxy Vic Secret and Nelson.
1: Mm, yep, that sounds like a winner.
0: Yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme. Now, Now, now. <laughs> Yeah, it's th- this, that's working real nice. I went through a four pack over the weekend, and I was like, I must, I must get more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's that's a rad one. Check that one out. That's uh, that's that's pretty plentiful in in the San Diego marketplace right now. I think you can go pretty much anywhere and grab that. Elsworth made a ton of it.
1: Sweet. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, and much like you were saying about weekend vibes, uh, a nice affordable four pack of beer.
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. I
0: think pound for pound, the weekend vibes is still like one of the best deals in town because it's a six pack of, of sixteen ounce cans. But you know this yeah. is this is pretty good too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out.
0: All right, Roger. So, so what have uh, what have you been up to? Like, is there anything in the world of pop culture, uh, whether it's movies, TV, video games, what books, whatever? Like, what's what's kind of got your attention
1: right now? Uh, let's see, since last I saw you I know I had a big list of things to do Uh, didn't do most of them sure, sure (laughs) I've just been like, oh man, time is just not on my side lately, but uh, I did finally finish Invincible and I finally saw Army of the Dead so I was pretty happy with those two things even Army of the Dead (laughs) you know, it was fun I wasn't (laughs) expecting much from it it was campy it was good. And, you know, we, we love some campy zombie stuff. So I didn't think it was amazing. I thought the story was pretty stupid, but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but hey, it, it was entertaining. That's
0: that's OK, man. And that's that's all that really matters. That, like if you're having a good time, that is a OK. That's what it's all about. I mean, even I who uh, I was pretty harsh on that film. Uh, can admit yeah. that it had its moments that I did enjoy. So I you know. Sure. Who who am I to besmirch another person's good time? I mean, that would be just wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean there was definitely a uh, quite a few plot holes in that movie where you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh but overall I think the action was fun. Uh it's always fun to see Dave Batista and you know, that's pretty much it actually. It was, well, it was decent enough. <laughs> I do I do have
0: to ask I do have to ask one one uh Plot specific question in regards to that movie. Um, yeah. What was your reaction to uh, Zombie Fetus?
1: You know, I don't really know what the deal with that even <laughs> was. <laughs> like, did they kind of just drop that entire plot point? Like, what even happened there? Like, was it going to be born like a normal fetus? Or. I don't even know. That was just weird. <laughs>
0: I mean, so I, I, I posed the question to Reagan when when we reviewed the film, but I mean, are are they implying that zombies can get it on now? Zombies go to Bonetown?
1: I mean, yeah, that seems kind of the uh, <laughs> the straightforward answer to that question, but uh, but yeah, that was a that was definitely <laughs> an interesting point. I,
0: it's one of the that's one of those moments in movies. It's like, what? I don't understand <laughs> any of this.
1: So it's like the zombie is born dead then? Uh, you know, I mean,
0: obviously, I you know, I don't know if I want to go down a whole uh, uh, <laughs> avenue here for Army of the Dead. Because I feel like the more I talk, I've, I, I've, I've spent an inordinate amount of time over like the last two or three weeks talking about this movie <laughs> with friends and sort of like fixing it. And solving some of the problems for them, <laughs> and I don't know why very, because very like sexy. Zach's not paying me any money to solve his plot holes, so I don't know, yeah I don't know why I'm so invested in fixing this movie for him.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, it's uh there's definitely some weird stuff like that, and I was just like they're they're gonna do something with the zombie fetus, right? And it's like nope, nothing happened there. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's very very odd. And anyways, let's leave that alone. It's just not worth it you know i i I still think that they were we're supposed to believe that there there's some kind of like alien dna at play here and it's like a new species and not necessarily like zombies as we know them but again zach didn't bother to clarify so you know
1: whatever yeah yeah i guess there's a no use beating the zombie horse so (laughs) well there was one of those too (laughs) and a zombie tiger yep
0: oh boy oh boy and and what do you think of invincible how was that how'd that wrap up for you
1: oh that was that was great dude i i'm really glad i stuck with that uh those last few episodes like oh they they hit me like a truck dude like they were just super like emotional and just like brutal and i'm just like damn this is amazing
0: (laughs) it's yeah it was a really really great season a really great show uh I, i think the thing i'm curious about is are you going to wait for the next season or you think you might like try to go pick up some of the comics and, and read the story that way? Or what do you think is going to be the most
1: enjoyable experience for you? That's a good question, because it seems like they're kind of branching uh, different story wise. Right. So um, I don't know. I'm probably I mean, to be honest, I'm probably just going to wait for the next season to mm-hmm. come out. Uh, in terms of like reading stuff, I always get behind in that anyway. So, right, right. Yeah, I'm still like working on like other books that I'm trying to read. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't read that in a week. I should probably get back to that. So,
0: <laughs> oh, I, hey, I understand. Like you said, I mean, time is the enemy, right? It's, it's kind of hard to yeah. make time for all the, all the fun stuff that we love. I mean, there's so much content out there to check out and to enjoy, whether it's, you know, the movies, the shows, games, you know, books, comics, all of it. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day, and unfortunately, you and I are not uh, independently wealthy from this podcast just yet. <laughs> so, yeah, not yet, <laughs> not still yet. So hard. we have to—we're we, still working schmucks and have to go do our nine to fives and, you know, yeah. all all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Time has been rough. I mean, there, there's been like, I mean, I haven't even gotten a chance to touch Castlevania, mm-hmm. and I love that show. And then I know Lucifer just came back. Yeah, we're gonna have Loki coming up. And oh man, I just have no time for anything anymore. (laughs) No, no, it's ridiculous. I I think I'd have more time if I stopped
0: doing so many podcasts. But then, then what would else? You know, (laughs) then I'm just sitting on the couch doing, you know, just watching stuff and not talking about it. I'd rather talk about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. It's a difficult. It's (laughs) It's a difficult balance
0: balance to maintain, Raj. I gotta, I gotta be able to watch the stuff to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Oh man, yeah. um, I'm trying to think. The last thing that I really got my teeth into. Uh, I'm completely obsessed with uh, For All Mankind on Apple Plus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about more about that on a on another episode uh, once I finish the, the current season. Uh, but that show is just fucking amazing. It's <laughs> it's incredible. Every episode is like incredible, and I'm just blown away with it. I'm just so completely obsessed with it. Apple TV has really become like one of my favorite things recently. Uh, I think really? it's, I think it's like an overlooked platform. But yeah, it's it's like five bucks a month, so it's like cheaper than most other platforms right now. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't think the menu is super user friendly. Like fi- sometimes finding things is a little challenging. Yeah, but when I find something, like it usually ends up being really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I haven't I haven't come across too many stinkers yet on on there. And uh, I uh, on last week's Patreon episode, I sort of postulated with with the Patreons like how the ratio of good stuff to bad stuff on Netflix is now going the other direction. Like there's so much shit on Netflix now that, that is getting harder and harder to find good stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's, that's been kind of a growing problem with Netflix. I mean, since its inception, it's gone from having like everything to like, you're just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel to see what you can find, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is. If they're just like, we're just going to keep, cranking out content and then you know whatever hits hits and if it doesn't we're getting rid of it and (laughs) and i mean it it was it was a little surprising because also netflix is really slow when it comes to like renewing or canceling shows very often yeah and then uh like last week they announced the cancellation of jupiter's legacy and like that was like their number one show like the week it debuted really so that was a little surprising that they pulled a plug so quickly though from what i've been kind of gleaning is there was mm-hmm. like some some discord behind the scenes with production, and then it was also just like really, really expensive. Oh wow!
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: So I, I think I think maybe it was more of a money thing than anything else. Though I had plenty of issues with the story being told.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you uh, you made a post about
0: that one. <laughs> yeah, well, especially after I went back and reread the original comic books, I was like, yeah, oh. They they didn't they didn't read these. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of did a quick skim and uh... yeah, it's like I think they missed the point. <laughs> well, that sucks. Well, and the the other disappointing part about the show is, and I, I've said this about other shows before, I, especially when you know when you're in your first season, you kind of got to like go for the jugular, you know? Yeah. You you don't have time to to screw around. And, and And jerk the audience around on some kind of wild goose chase, all that so that you can get to like some kind of mystery reveal and a plot twist and a cliffhanger at the end of season one, especially if there's not gonna if you, don't, if you don't even know you're gonna get a season two, so why are you messing around?
1: yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and I think we've definitely seen that with stuff like the boys and like Invincible, you know that just it got so right to the point, and you were just like hooked from episode one, you know. So that's that's definitely there's something to be said about that about just kind of going for broke season one, and you know making sure that you grab enough people to get a season two. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, agreed. And and uh, like I said, I I went on a whole big diatribe for the for the Patreons last week, and they're probably sick of talking yeah. about Jupiter's legacy at this point. So I'll, I'll, we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, the the other thing we did is is um, uh, I enjoy. When my wife and I find a show that we can watch together, yeah, it doesn't happen too often <laughs> because <laughs> we have very different tastes on a, on a lot of things. Um, sure. the The downside to, to finding something that that I that we like watching together is that is that because of our uh, kind of very often during the week we have competing schedules. Yeah, and and so that means that we don't get to watch the show that we're trying to watch together very often. <laughs>
1: So, sure. Yeah, so it, I feel that.
0: Yeah, so it takes a long time to kind of get to kind of get through a show. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, this past weekend we just finished watching the entire run of Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. And that show is a a treasure. It is a gem. <laughs> I don't. Nice. I can't remember the last time. I, I mean, I laugh so hard at that show. There's so much funny, ridiculous stuff in that show.
1: When did that one come out? That was a while back, right? Yeah,
0: it, I mean, I think it's its final season uh, like wrapped up either at the end of last year or like early this year. Uh, so, I mean, okay. it's, it had been it's been done for like, I don't know at least six months now. But yeah. we, but we were very you know we were very late to that Shits Creek train <laughs> that everyone else was on already. <laughs> And that happens a lot for, for Janine and I we, we discover something a little bit late in the game, uh, sure, but yeah we we love that show that was amazing that show is so funny i if anyone out there hasn't watched it uh it, it's all on Netflix it, that is one of the good shows on Netflix, though it's not a Netflix original,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah you can you can stream all of it on Netflix and uh rejoice at the amazing comedic genius that is that show. <laughs>
1: That sounds cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I've been up to, what I've been staying busy with other than that. I you know, I've been I've been picking up a few comics here and there trying to get some stuff read. Uh nothing's really grabbed me recently. Um yeah. you know, working my way through some books. I'm trying to finish Dune. I'm going to finish Dune soon, which I'm excited about. Nice. Yeah.
1: Sweet. It,
0: that is a that is a book, my friend. That is a book with words.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was definitely thinking of doing the same because uh I just uh, a few weeks back, I got my library card, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can get books from the library. I totally forgot about that. Like, I completely, like, <laughs> slipped my mind that they even existed because I was like, oh, man, I really want to read this one book, but, like, nobody has it, and I don't really want to read it, like, online. And I'm like, God, I wish there was a way I could get this, like, for free. Like, don't, don't they have something where you can, like, rent books or something? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, they do. <laughs> so it's like, wow, dude, like. I completely forgot of, of my childhood spent at the library. Um, so yeah, I went back, you know, I got a uh, 1984 by George Orwell. I've been working through that one. Pretty, pretty awesome book. Um, you know, definitely a classic. And I was like, you know what? I should probably see if Dune is on the list there. You know, if they have any free copies, which I'm sure they do because it's like, there was like n- nobody in there when I was time. So it was pretty cool. Right on, man.
0: Uh, 1984 is a very interesting book. I know people reference it a lot these days, um, and I, I you know I always, I always thought that was just something yeah. that like you know, something like social elites did. You know, it was like oh, I'm going to make some reference yeah. <laughs> to you know Orwell in 1984 right now. Uh, until my last visit to the East Coast, sure. and I and I saw uh, that it's true <laughs> because they, because they have cameras everywhere back east.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely seeing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uneasy similarities in, in some of the things that I'm seeing, and just uh, surveillance and, uh, you know, against wrong think and changing the past and all this kind of stuff. It's pretty, pretty crazy, pretty applicable stuff. So definitely, it's a classic for a reason, you know? This guy was basically, like, wrote the book in the 40s, and was predicting us having little iPads that would just <laughs> iPads and laptops that would just have screens that would just give us information and be monitoring us at the same time. So it's pretty insane stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and Dune is Dune is uh, that, that that is uh, that is some dense reading, but I th- it's very good. Yeah, but at a certain point in the in the book, I get I got to this I got to a certain point in the book where I was like. Oh, this is just like the opening chapter of this like giant saga that we're going that I'm supposed to read like six more
1: books to. Oh man, that sounds brutal though.
0: Well, again, it's it's really good. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's it's uh yeah, it's got a, there's a lot going on in that book, man. And uh you know, we're talking about like humanity something like like 8,000 years into the future, so it's it's really wild. Okay. But no, I wanted to read it because, you know, obviously the big movie's coming up. The Denny Villeneuve film will be on HBO Max in October and in theaters, I think, at the same time. Uh, So, yeah, I wanted wanted to kind of know the source material. Because, you know, the only thing I've seen before was the the George Lynch one from the 80s, which is... Let me interrupt this podcast real quick because I just said George Lynch and not David Lynch. David Lynch directed Dune and many other amazing films. George Lynch was the lead guitarist for Dokken and Lynch Mob in the 90s. So... (laughs) My apologies to Sir David Lynch. He's not, he's not knighted, but I just called him Sir David Lynch. You know, kind of a weird, subversive mess, mess of a masterpiece, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely been wanting to go back and watch that one, just just for the sake of knowing what it's about, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one for sure. Uh, all right, well, listen, we we got some new stuff to talk about. Uh, some of it uh, you know I'm not it's been a, it's not a great news week let's put it that way so far <laughs> you know we're we're recording this very early in the week uh Netflix is doing the, this this uh, this virtual uh I, I think it's called geek ed week on uh-huh. um, it's like a virtual convention sort of thing where they're they're kind of like debuting and teasing a bunch of new stuff or, or returning shows. Uh, so oh, cool. I, I suspect as the week goes on uh, there there will be things that we wish we had talked about today
1: <laughs> Most likely, yeah
0: <laughs> that, that, That's typically how the show goes Sometimes is, is uh, after As soon as I post it Amazing things will, will happen on the internet And we'll be like, well dang it, now we got to do another show <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of par for the course
0: But it is, it is the nature of the beast, right?
1: Yeah, definitely
0: So I, I did want to talk about Some of those things that, that they've shared At this, uh, this uh, Geek Ed Week thing and I've noticed – the two things that I noticed immediately were uh, assassins are very popular again. It's all about cool. like being a cool hitman, hit person. Uh, and I sent you a trailer just prior to recording the show because yes, because your boy, your boy <laughs> Jean-Claude, has a new movie coming out. The Muscle from Brussels is back in a movie called The Last Mercenary, debuting on Netflix on July 30th
1: yeah what did you think of this (laughs) oh man i just i hope they go full cheese with it just like the the jcvd series that they had on uh on amazon i think it was Mm -hmm. like just how it was just it was self-aware and just they just went for it you know stupid it was goofy it was amazing just i really hope they take that angle part of it looked like almost a little too serious but then towards the end of the trailer, it looked like they kind of leaned into some camp. So, yeah, I feel like JCBD, well after his prime, we just need to see full campy goofiness. You know, like if they stick to that, it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Like like you said, the tone of that trailer was I was like, oh, they're kind of playing this like super serious. And then it, it kind of got cheese, cheesed out a little bit towards the end. And I was like, oh, now I'm kind of into this.
1: Yeah, like, once it devolves into, like, him in a wig and just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, driving his kid around while uh, trying to avoid gunfire, that's, that's, that's pretty fun, cheesy stuff, you know? Let me, let me read
0: the plot description here for, for our audience. Uh, Richard Brumaire, a.k.a. Le Brumaire, which is uh, French for The Mist, a former French <laughs> Secret Service special agent turned mercenary, is back in the saddle as the immunity... He was granted 25 years earlier, for his son Archibald is lifted. A mob operation threatens Archibald's life. To save him, Richard will have to reach out to his old contacts, join forces with a bunch of reckless youngsters from the projects, and an offbeat bureaucrat, but mostly find the courage to let Archibald know he is his father. (laughs) I mean, that sounds fun. (laughs) I mean, listen... I, the the bar for me on Van Damme movies is is fairly low, so I don't I don't need a lot. And this trailer gave me yeah. all I wanted, which is, uh, it opens with Van Damme doing the splits, above some dudes' heads so they can't see <laughs> <Yes>. him.
1: And <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awesome opening. I'm like, this could only be one person.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, we get to see his uh, sweet dance moves from Bloodsport back in back in back back in play, right?
1: Yeah, that was great. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I, I'm pretty intrigued by this movie. The one thing I, w- I did want to mention for our audience members out there, it is in French.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: so you know, please keep that in mind uh, when you when you log on to watch it. You will you will have to have read some subtitles.
1: <laughs> it was weird. I think it was strange for me seeing uh, JCBD and just like having to read subtitles. It's like my brain didn't want to adjust. It's like, why isn't he speaking English? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Like, why do I have to read right now? Why can't I understand? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I kind of got into that
0: uh, um, over the, gosh, I guess it was back in winter. Uh, because Netflix debuted in another uh, show called Lupin, which is also oh. in French. But that was very, very good. And I enjoyed the show so much. I, I, I didn't mind reading the subtitles after, like, the first episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, no. I usually don't have a problem. I think it was just like a mental thing with uh, with seeing him and him not speaking English. <laughs> what I'm used to.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and I think with the, I think the other thing too to keep in mind with subtitles, especially if, it, if it's if it's a show or a movie with you know a good dose of action. Yeah, I think you're going to be okay.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, I think don't don't let that discourage anybody out there. If you want, if you want to see JCVD back in action uh, on July 30th, <laughs> uh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the French. <laughs> yeah it
1: should be pretty fun
0: yeah and if anyone out there like me enjoyed the first half of the Lupin series uh, that returns on June 11th so I'm very excited about that too
1: cool is that the one based off of the uh, the anime well the anime so how does that work, Roger I'm glad you asked
0: <laughs> it's actually both, both this show <laughs> and the anime are based off of uh, like old french novels from like the either late 1800s or the early 1900s i can't quite remember okay so yeah they're all they're all based on that um and they're kind of like new iterations but you know very much inspired by sort of takes
1: interesting okay yeah i didn't know that that's awesome
0: yeah and that for anyone out there the the anime that rogers mentioned is uh loop the third right yep yeah that yep. is a, that is great anime Roger, let me ask you real quick, quick about, about Loop in the Third. When's the last time did you, you watched
1: that? Was it pretty recent? Oh, no. That was years ago. I mean, I just remember seeing parts of it as a kid. You know, it's... that's an. I mean, that one came out, what, the 80s?
0: Maybe. I don't remember. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so insanely popular
1: that uh, uh yeah. it sort of has a nice timelessness to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's been years since I've even seen it on TV, though. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think... Someone, someone has like streaming rights to it, though. I can't remember who.
1: Yeah, probably one of the anime services.
0: Maybe I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's enough websites out there though that can tell us. So if anyone wants to go out there and watch uh, Loop in the Third Anime, uh, you, you can find it somewhere.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so Raj, the big, the big news I was excited to talk to you about today is, is actually not that new. Like this, this yeah. was out, you know, about a week or so ago. Uh, that there is going to be
1: in evil dead four yes how awesome is that (laughs) you know it's pretty cool i mean you know this this uh this podcast are huge proponents of anything evil dead Mm -hmm. we sure are we 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 do love all the evil deads give us more all the time please but um my my one question is like how is this going to fit into the timeline you know like where does this fit in the series? I, I, I'm assuming it's at the end of Ash vs. Evil Dead, but uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see how they're going to like fit it into the storyline. Because from what I'm understanding, it's it's not so much a, a standalone or like a reboot like the uh, like the other Evil Dead reboot was, but kind of fitting into the the Raimi Evil Dead universe. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is like the uh, the a direct fourth film. You know, kind of the continuation of that that universe's story, uh, yeah. and you know, I, I guess the question really will be, uh, you know, is it is it is it a like a really direct continuation, or is it sort of like a, like a soft reboot because it's new characters and not Ash? Yeah. And I, I guess yeah. that's the situation we have to kind of kind of try and, and piece together.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's weird to think of like Evil Dead without Ash being like up in the forefront you know because that's that's what we've grown used to i mean we've definitely had uh you know with the ash versus evil dead series we've seen other characters come to the forefront and kind of uh take a little more of the spotlight which was really cool to see but you know beyond everything else the story's been kind of about the prophecy of ash you know Mm -hmm. so to kind of take it away from that it's like i don't know what they're gonna do is it just gonna be you know, random people just getting by deadites or like, you know, did, did the book, did the Necronomicon find its way to this high rise? Like what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. And uh, so, so this, this film is being uh, directed by, it's written and directed by Lee Cronin. Uh, it's going to it's titled Evil Dead Rise and it's going to be exclusively on HBO max, which is pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are both on board as, as producers for this movie. So it, you know, obviously it got, all their stamps of approval to be made, and and to be a you know a direct sequel, you know in the in the in the proper timeline, sure. Um, you know so so yeah. But this is about uh two we, we the, the we're gonna follow two estranged sisters who are reconnecting in the city uh, before they get interrupted by an onslaught of deadites. And this is <laughs> gonna be starring Alyssa Sutherland and uh, Lily Lily Sutherland. Su- Louise Lily Sullivan. Okay. Are are going to be our our main characters in this, but yeah, I mean, we're getting a whole new environment. You know, we're we're not going to the cabin in the woods. We're not going back in time. (laughs) You know, (laughs) this is going to be a very modern version. Deadites in the city, uh, which could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I I guess I guess the question is, I want to know, I want to know more about what kind of tone we're going to strike. I want to know more about. Uh, uh, you know, how these characters are going to like play in this universe, and, and I, I mean, listen, I, I would not be, it would not be prudent if we don't even discuss the idea that, like, does Ash factor into this at some point, somehow, some way?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like at the very least, we're going to get a reference to him, and or the prophecy, you know? I, I feel like it wouldn't be Evil Dead without that, but I mean, he's Bruce Campbell's just been so adamant about just being done with the character after Ash vs. Evil Dead that it's it's hard to say. But, you know, Bruce Campbell does love a good cameo. So, you know, it, it could go either way. I could definitely see it going either way. Obviously, I think we'd both love to see him reprise Ash in the movie. Mm-hmm. But... uh yeah, I don't I don't know which direction they're going to take it. It's so it's so weird. It's like such uncharted ground that, you know, a modern day evil dead in a high rise in the city. You're just kind of like, what what even is this? I don't I can't even like figure out where where to start with this, you know? Uh.
0: Yeah, maybe it'll be like a, 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 a <laughs> this will be a silly comparison. Unless they actually do it, and then I'll be like, "Oh well, okay, I'll still watch
1: it." But like, <laughs> what if it's like the raid, but with deadites? Uh that I mean, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you could definitely take these like horror franchises to the city, like the the Friday the Thirteenth where Jason goes to New York or whatever. I mean, you can definitely make these environments work, um, but it's just in in the uh, Evil Dead universe, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how how we get the Deadite threat to even come back in the first place. You know, what, what factor, I mean, are we even going to see maybe some of the characters from vs evil dead in the movie? That might be interesting to see too. I don't know how that transition would work, but I mean, it's definitely possible, you know?
0: Yeah. I think one of the things I thought about was, you know, there being multiple iterations of the Necronomicon perhaps, and that being... Uh, like something that factors in so like you know maybe you have something going on where like those characters from you know ash versus evil dead are you know in one sector of the world and then you have this happening somewhere else you know i i I don't know i i'm very curious about how this is all going to come together um and like you said you know whether whether uh, bruce campbell cameos as ash or if he shows up at the very very end as like a, as like a stinger to set up a next the, you know the next installment you know I, I don't know for sure i'm very curious i'm very curious about how this might all play out
1: yeah did you uh did you get a chance to get through all of ash vs. evil dead
0: uh i still have the third season to wrap up
1: okay yeah cuz the, the way it ends kind of puts we'll say it puts ash out of the current time okay <laughs> well, so it's kind of like if this takes place after the series, or yeah, I guess series finale of Ash vs. Evil Dead, then Ash wouldn't even be in that timeline. Well, what
0: I think the interesting thing to consider, and again, maybe, maybe you know, maybe that, maybe like you said, maybe that's part of the plan is, is to go with that 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 uh, finale ending there. But I mean, you know, that show was canceled; it, it didn't get to finish its story. Sure. So I don't know if there'd be like some sort of uh, uh you know like Evil Dead you know the Lost Chapter kind of thing like maybe does <laughs> like, like a comic book or something like that to kind of fill in some blanks to finish sure that whatever arc it was they were trying to tell or yeah. you know they, it, like you said like if he's out of the picture maybe this is about getting him back in the picture and these girls are the ones to do that I don't you know I don't know it it like you said the prophecy of Ash is obviously a big deal
1: yeah
0: but at the same time I would imagine they want to. You know, kind of pass the torch, if they will, if you will. Like, like you know, Bruce Kimball does not want to do this forever. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I I I'm just so curious. I'm I'm so interested. I'm so excited. Um, all those things, you know. Even even, <laughs> even the even the Fetty Alvarez Evil Dead like has its moments that I really really enjoy. So I just love sure. the fact that they're the, they're going back. They're doing more. Uh, but I I I really enjoy that we're we're back in kind of like the 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 proper timeline. Sure. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, what, is, is there something you want to see out of this more than anything else? Or is it just based around uh, Bruce coming back as Ash?
1: I mean, I think, you know, honestly, personally, I would love to see him come back as Ash. I don't know how realistic of an expectation it is. So kind of barring that, I think I would just kind of like to see, like, a, a good, reasonable continuation of, like, the lore of the Evil Dead universe, you know, and Something that just kind of makes sense, you know, because if we do have this, like, literal time travel prophecy where Ash, you know, was in the past and then he's in the future and, you know, all this kind of stuff going on, it's like to kind of just disregard that and go in a different direction kind of wouldn't seem right to me. I feel like it's got to be passed off in the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know how they would do it and I can't really... Think of anything cool or fun <laughs> that they could do to, like, you know, pass on that, like, oh, like Ash's story is done, and now it's this new group, you know. But, um, I mean, it's definitely doable. You know, the, these are some brilliant minds behind this, so I am very curious to see what what they have in store and uh, which direction they want to take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, you're you're not wrong. I mean, it, it can definitely be done. I just wonder. You know what level of, of concern goes into into like any any notion of of Ash. You know, like like I said, you know, if you're passing the torch, it means like he's stepping away. But how do you do that in a way that doesn't anger half your fan base? Because most
1: of them are there because of Bruce. <laughs> exactly, and it's 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 hard to say. You know, because it's you can't just be like, oh, and you know ash is just done for some arbitrary reason you know it's like it kind of has to conclude his storyline in some meaningful way and just not disregard it for the sake of new characters you know Mm -hmm. otherwise you just do a soft reboot
0: yeah and and you know uh, and uh, you you know you can roll the dice and, and kill ash but i don't think that will go over well either so you know no, nah, you saw how,
1: how that went with Star Wars. They weren't really fans of that. Star so. <laughs> Wars,
0: Star Trek, all of them. Any, anytime they attempt to kill the character so that the next iteration can go forward, it never seems to go well.
1: <laughs> no, no. So that definitely wouldn't be the best uh, best way to go about it. But uh, that said, you know, I, I am cautiously optimistic. I mean, if if Bruce and uh, Sam Raimi are involved, then it's got at least that behind it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm yeah and I, I like that it's going to hBO max i mean obviously the the people over there have figured out uh the, you know the the they they've, they've kind of like cracked the code as far as like being able to do films that uh you know they can put in in that in that format in that platform yeah and they should do just fine and you you don't have to worry about you know poor box office or anything like that. like a movie like Evil Dead plays well to a streaming crowd, I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, I mean, it saw a good amount of success, even on the stars platform, despite you know what the numbers may have shown. I feel like it did fairly well given what it was. You know. Oh, for
0: sure. I I, I think you're right about that. And and you know, we are living in in a new, interesting time where uh, these streamers are, I, I think, really opening up the possibility of, of being able to tell more stories like this, getting more movies out like this. You know, sure, we all want to go see things in the in the movie theaters, but when you put a movie out in in into the theaters, there's so much more that goes into it. Um, mm. You know, there's so much more like 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 complicated high high end math that has to be uh, used to determine if something's a success or not. And yeah. a, a movie like Evil Dead, I don't think that's a reasonable expectation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as it is, it's a cult classic, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you can't put it to triple A. You know standards. It's just not reasonable. Yeah, I mean these these were movies that became popular because they they were
0: able you were able to pick them up on videos for shelves and and you yeah. know watch them you know watch them watch them two or three times over over a weekend. Yeah, and and then you you know you'd go back the following weekend and rent them again because there was that kind of fun. A streamer, <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. A streamer is all those things and, and from the convenience of your home.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm just. Yeah.
0: I'm all in, dude. I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, again like I said I love that we're back in the main timeline I want to see how they introduce these characters these new characters yeah. I, I I'm actually very intrigued by the idea of of you know two uh, you know awesome female characters being be, potentially being the ones to kick some dead eye butt on screen that could be a lot of fun
1: yeah for sure I mean we saw we saw a lot of that with uh, with Kelly's character and Ashra's evil dead and mm-hmm. I mean she was one of my favorites in the series so. Yeah, and and so that could be
0: again. That's a, that's a fun way to take it in a new direction without having to, you know, you don't want to. Have, if you're going to have new characters, you don't want to get stuck in this uh, this, uh, you know, they don't stack up to Bruce kind of thing. You know, you gotta you gotta make them different enough that they stand out on their own.
1: Sure. Yeah. They gotta be they gotta be good and but different. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean,
1: what, what, like,
0: what tone are you hoping for? You, I mean, I I feel like they they it still have to like strike that comedy horror balance, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I'm trying to think if there's any other like recent movie that did it well, you know, just enough uh, enough campiness, but with a, a, a certain tone of seriousness, like over the top seriousness at times, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, nothing's really coming to mind immediately. But uh, you know, honestly, if they kept the same tone as the as the TV show, I'd be happy.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think that's that's good. And again, I, th- I think. I would imagine that Lee Cronin's uh, uh, script is is gonna have all the right elements in it, or else Bruce Campbell and Rami wouldn't would not have you know made, let this happen. Kind of you know like they have to be yeah. on board with, with whatever's in those pages. For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, we're excited. We don't you know no tentative release dates. You know, you would imagine it would be, you know, maybe twenty twenty early. You know, hopefully like early twenty twenty two, but maybe mid twenty twenty two. We'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping by next year we're going to get all the cool stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, all the cool stuff. It's it's almost here already. I know, right? <laughs> we're, we're inching ever closer to the return of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I yeah. Mean, come on. Is is? Let me ask you this question. I mean, because maybe I'm wrong, but you, you you still haven't been to the movie theaters recently, have you? Or have you been going down there in TJ? Uh,
1: No, no, not even down there. I just, I don't know, just haven't really... Uh, had a movie that was like, oh, I have to see this in the theaters, you know, especially when I could just get it there at home. Is is it but, gonna uh, be? Is Black Widow gonna be the one? It might be. I mean, it very well could be. Uh, I mean, the theater's been open down there for a while, and I'm pretty sure the situation has been not so bad. But again, it kind of comes down because the vaccine process south of the border is a little slower than it is here. There, I think they're barely on people 40 and up. So. I don't know if it's, it's probably just going to be until, you know, wife and kid get vaxxed before we venture outward, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, if that does come before the release, then, uh, yeah, for sure. I'll probably check it out. No, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I i think Black Widow will be the one that gets me into the theaters. Um, fingers yeah. crossed, but, and I think I know what theater I'm going to go to, uh, because it I think it's far enough out of the way. It's rather low key, and uh, I won't have to deal with people.
1: <laughs> well, we like all three of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, speaking of, of the, you know, Marvel. Um, yeah. You know, we got Loki debuting this week. That's exciting. That's good stuff. And obviously, you know, Black yeah. Widow is on the horizon. Uh, but but Sony is, is dropping, you know, Spider-Man news because they're going to make a Craven the Hunter movie. With Aaron uh, with Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Craven.
1: Oh, I did not see this. When was this announced?
0: What you didn't see this?
1: No, <laughs> this no, I didn't. This is actually a couple weeks old. <laughs> oh wow! I, yeah, I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're you know just like Morbius, uh, they're they're going to do another you know Spider Man villain movie, uh, and and obviously the the rumors are all over the place that this is that they're kind of trying to do like a Sinister Six thing and sure. maybe, maybe they will all factor into another Spider-Man movie at some point.
1: Oh, I mean it'd be great, but uh that's going to take some build up for sure.
0: Well, I mean, you already got you got, you got Venom. Uh we're getting Carnage. <laughs> Morbius yeah. is
1: sitting on a shelf
0: somewhere right, waiting to be released. <laughs> you know, now Crave the Hunter and if you get you know if you if you want to dive into your multiverse of characters, I mean, you have Electro and Doc Ock and Green Goblin and And uh, that's actually been a big rumor, too, on the Internet, is that the Sinister Six will be led by uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin.
1: Which would be crazy.
0: I mean, could you imagine?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that'd be amazing just because of how much Willem Dafoe wanted to be the Green Goblin in the original movie. But, uh, yeah, it'd be I mean, it'd be great to have him back. That's definitely a role that was like made for him, you know?
0: Well, and then they would be able to do, I mean, the technology has advanced so much since that first Spider-Man movie, they'd be able yeah. to do like the classic Green Goblin look. He wouldn't have to have like that weird motorcycle helmet
1: he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, they probably like if they wanted to go multiverse route, they would obviously go to a, a version where, you know, Norman is obviously still alive. That would be a, a very pertinent point. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, that he would look a little more true to the original costume, maybe some uh, you know Marvel uh, cinematic universe flair to it, but definitely something uh, something the fans would dig.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. You know, we have not gotten, in my opinion, a really great visually visual representation of the Green Goblin. You know, sure. like he's been in. You know, we have the Raimi version, and then the version from the the Andrew Garfield movies. Um, and that one was atrocious. Let's not even talk about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I don't even remember how that one looked. That's how bad it was. It was
0: not not good. It was not good. And and, you know, and I I wasn't, you know, obviously, obviously, Raimi's Spider Man 3 has a lot of problems too, but like, I don't even want to get into that one in Spider Man 3. (laughs) Boof. No, thank you, sir. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're going to mess around the multiverse, I mean, we know. We're getting Alfred Molina's Doc Ock in the new Spider-Man movie, you know, and there's, you know, we're rumored to be getting Tobey Maguire and, and, uh, 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 Kirsten, uh, oh, oh God, I'm trying to blank our name. Dust. Dust. Kirsten Dunst, the original Mary Jane.
1: I mean, like, yeah. like, why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck it, let's go for broke. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in for it. I, I would love to see that. I mean, Willem Dafoe is such an awesome dude, and... Yeah, I think seeing him as the uh, the OG Green Goblin back in action, but with a, maybe a nicer outfit this time, I think would really uh, be the icing on the cake. What do what you, are you, are you,
0: hmm, how do I ask this? Are you a Craven the Hunter fan? Do you know a lot of Kraven storylines or is it kind of, you know, you know him visually, but maybe not so much the details?
1: Yeah, honestly, for me, it's just everything I would see from the uh, Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. Okay, well, that's, that's a good representation. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's about as much as I got. He's basically always hunting Spider-Man like the ultimate prey, you know. But <laughs> well, yeah, no, he he was always an interesting character. I mean, definitely a, a very unique look. So it'll be cool to see how they adapt that, too.
0: Yeah, I'm very curious to see what kind of look they give him. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, his comic book look, I don't know how that plays on the big screen. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of color going on there. Absolutely, yeah, like leopard print on you know part of him and all kinds of other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it'll be interesting to see when they when they release those those first picks from the set and and everything. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that. I'm
1: definitely going to look into more of that.
0: Yeah. It's uh, yeah. That should be a very interesting time. And obviously, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is not going to be Quicksilver anytime soon. So why not be Craven the Hunter?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: uh, what else do I got for you today, Raj? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's all the big stuff yeah uh, we tap the well I mean you know yes <laughs> <laughs> basically yes cool. you know, I don't know if you want to play uh, like you know like wild marvel speculation games or anything like that <laughs> I mean we could if you want well you know I, I don't know if you saw they opened that that Avengers campus over at, over at Disneyland yeah yeah have you seen that Spider-Man robot they have?
1: No, no. I, I mean, I've seen a few pictures here and there, but nothing live, live action. It's pretty wild, man. Like,
0: you know, you know, it's a robot, but it's like you don't know it's a robot, and it's just doing like crazy Spider-Man things, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> an
1: animatronic kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Like, like apparently it's like this is like this just cutting edge animatronic technology. And you get, like, the Spider-Man that does, like, you know, these amazing backflips, like you'd see in the cartoon or whatever. Oh, weird. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, like, totally blown away with what I've seen of that. I'm just like, I want to see more of this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I don't know. I want to go go to Disneyland so badly right now. Yeah. I just don't know if I'll get there before they open up the parks fully. Sure. But it it feels like now's the time to go with the, the crowds kind of still being reduced.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. If you can get some reservations, now would be the time. I think they're already, like, booked out through, like, August, though. Yeah, probably.
0: But uh, uh, you you went, you know, it feels like forever ago that you went. (laughs) Yeah. But, But you came back, you had your custom lightsaber, you had a great time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, you have to go back now because Rise of the Resistance is available to go ride. And I don't think that was when you were there last, right?
1: No, like, it was literally, like, I think three weeks away from what i went and i didn't even know i'm like ah, oh, damn but uh but yeah no very few people even got to see it because shortly after that you know there's one quarantine hit so i think there was about maybe a month where it was actually even open right yes yeah and, and the lines for it were super crazy and you still had to do your little like like even if you were there like you had to like do this little raffle kind of thing even to get in on the thing so it's like I don't know. It was it was insane, but very few people have even gone on it. I guess. Well, still more people than me.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You know, I yeah, I don't. I haven't made it up there yet, but uh, I, I
1: I gosh, I just I just want to. I want to, Raj. Yeah, me too, man. I feel you. I, I really wanted to go, but uh, I don't know if it's in the cards anytime soon.
0: How are your? Uh, how are your, You know, you did, you did the custom lightsaber build. Uh yeah. how are your options?
1: Did you have a lot you know, of things I think to choose pretty from? Cool. Yeah. You get like let's see, like it's segmented into like four different parts, plus, you know, choosing your like color of the saber. Mm-hmm. So all in all, there's like a lot of options. You kinda go through so you choose like one of three like themes, and then from those themes you get like two of each pieces to kind of mix and match. So in that sense it's a little limited, but like once you, you put it all together or like kind of choose which one you like. It's kind of straightforward, but, uh, but overall, yeah, it was pretty fun. I had a had a good time when I did it kind of carrying my saber around the place was fun. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Definitely do it more towards the end of the day. So you're not having to carry the big bag with you because it was a bit cumbersome and then they don't let it on certain rides and they're like, Oh, one of you has to stay behind if you have this to carry it or whatever. So, Oh yeah, that's That sucks. Yeah, it was a bit of a hassle, but I mean, I can understand. You don't want your, you know, lightsaber falling off on Indiana Jones or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger, I just sent you a link that I need you to take yeah. a
0: look at real, real quick, because I, I don't know if you saw these earlier today, but again, doing, during this, uh, this uh, geek Geeked weekend thing that, that uh, Netflix is doing, they have unveiled pictures of Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy for season three of The Boys.
1: and i wanted to make sure you've seen this
0: it's yeah i had not seen that that's cool i am excited and nervous (laughs) at the same time (laughs) but not nervous in the way that you might think i'm nervous i am nervous because clearly this character is designed to be captain america and i just am horrified at what may potentially come for captain america one of my favorite superheroes of all time (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know anything about the backstory so it'll be interesting to see what he does
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but you know the, the the way that the boys is known for just you know ripping apart like the 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 superhero uh archetypes i i'm i'm nervous yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited at the same time like I'm really excited to see this on screen and, and Jensen looks great in that role I think he looks really sharp uh, and uh, yeah. he's been posting videos of his of his uh, superhero workouts and how oh uh, yeah, I've seen yeah yeah and how he was like man I, I miss just wearing flannel and fighting ghosts
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he's he's getting ripped for that role so it should be pretty fun to see.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I don't think they I don't think they said what the what uh when when season three of The Boys is expected. Though I think it usually comes out in the fall, right? So maybe maybe that'll maintain. We'll get it around October ish.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'd like to see that before the end of the year.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I mean <laughs> like we said,
1: Raj, there's so much stuff nowadays. <laughs> oh yeah, so much on the horizon, coming up soon, coming up later. There's no shortage. So it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I I agree. All right, so let me, let me ask you one
0: final question before we get out of here, uh, because yeah. because we, we've done a pretty full show, all things considered. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right, so as you said at the beginning of the episode, uh, you, yeah. you have a lot of things that you're trying to get to, that you're trying to yes. trying to get your, get, your, get your meaty paws on and wrap your yeah. eyeballs around. <laughs>
1: yes, yes.
0: Of the many things on that list, what is, what is the one thing that you, you are like, I will get this done before the next podcast?
1: Well, it's got to be Loki. I mean, that's going to be the easiest to just <laughs> one and done get caught up on, or I mean, however many episodes they release. But yeah, as far as I know, it's just it's, it is just going to be one. So okay, so they're not doing the double, like uh... I,
0: I don't think so, but maybe maybe I've missed that news, but I don't, I don't think so.
1: Okay, yeah. So I mean, that'll be the the one thing that I'd easily be able to get done on Friday, and uh, yeah, be ready for the next cast for it. Friday? Well, I mean, that's going to be out on Wednesday, buddy. You can do it Wednesday. Oh, well, even sooner.
0: <laughs> are, are you enjoying that format, by the way? Are you enjoying like the once a week releases? Or do you like the Netflix model of just throw it
1: all out there? I think the once a week makes it easier for me to stay caught up with. Because it's like, if I have it all there, then I just start procrastinating because it's like, it's such like a big thing. It's like looking at the mountain that you have to climb up and being like, I got to get through all of that as opposed to just being like, Oh, it's just this little hill. I'll just go do that real quick and then get back to whatever else, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a smaller, more bite-sized pieces are easier to manage.
0: I've enjoyed this as well. I I think it's been, um, very welcomed by me in the long run. Like I didn't, I didn't think I liked it at first, but when I realized how much easier it was to stay caught up,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: You know, because uh, uh, I I have a job that uh, that that requires me to be at work on the weekends. Sure. So the idea of something dropping on a Friday, and then the the you know there, there's, just, there's some this huge percentage of, of viewers who can just watch the entire thing in the weekend. And, sure. And I mean, I was jealous. Don't get me wrong. I was like, oh my god, that's that's like crazy, impressive. Like you watched like you know ten or thirteen episodes in three days. <laughs> but I that's not me. I
1: can't do that. I even even if I had the
0: weekends off, I couldn't do that. I just have there's just like too much going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just I think I would just not feel okay with myself just sitting down and doing essentially nothing for that amount of time, <laughs> however many hours it takes to binge watch a series, you know. I just I would get antsy and feel like, Oh man, I really need to be like double productive now, you
0: know. I I have the same problem and I, then I also have the other issue of you know, after, like, the third episode or so, like, my brain sort of kind of, like, just turns to mush. Yeah. And I'm, like, at that point, I'm not, I'm not even distinguishing the episodes anymore. So it's all just kind of, like, lumped together. And, uh-huh. and that's not... I I don't like that. I, I like to be able to stop after an episode, kind of, like, process it. I, yeah. I, I do better in in that uh, uh, venue.
1: Sure, sure. And I think that's... Honestly, I think that's kind of the uh, the best way to to go about it. Because otherwise, you're just kind of, like, watching it just to watch it and then like are you even really enjoying it you know it's just like you said it's just kind of all mushed together and you're just like a big block of of something fun i guess yeah yeah (laughs) i was i I was thinking about this the other
0: day and i was like man if if you know if if disney or you know whoever had uh adopted that model where they put them all there at once you know again because it was marvel I, i probably would have felt compelled to watch it as fast as i could yeah. But, like, we would have had to break it down for the show. Like, I was like, all right, Raj, let's watch, like, episodes, like, one, two, and three. Yeah. Then we'll talk about it. And then, you know, in over the next, like, you know, over the rest of the week, we'll watch, like, you know, four, five, six, or whatever. Like, it, it yeah. would have had to be done that way because, I, it's it's so much pressure to watch an entire series in, like, a week.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's It's overwhelming. And I think you know, the last thing we need is one more thing on our plate to overwhelm us. So, <laughs> you know, entertainment should be fun and something you do to go to relax, you know. So I think this is the way to go about that. You know, these no. small manageable pieces that you can just look forward to.
0: Exactly. I, 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 you don't want it to feel like work, man. You don't want, you know, you want to be able to enjoy <laughs> it. You want to feel like, I have to watch this or the internet will ruin it first.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we, we've all been there.
0: Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> you, you don't want me sitting there Watching a Marvel show, sobbing into a California burrito. That's just, (laughs) that's not the picture the audience wants. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't worry. I don't, you know, the California burritos, they already have the French fries in them. So, you know, I don't need the extra salt for my tears. It's, you know, (laughs) know, no bueno.
1: Comes (laughs) pre-salted.
0: Now I want a California burrito, Roger. I think we, I think we meant to get out of here.
1: Yeah,
0: I think it's burrito time. <laughs> oh, oh, it's always burrito time. <laughs> what time is it? It's burrito time. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Roger, thank you so much for hanging out today, man. Uh, let's let's uh, let's uh, let's do it again. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome, bud. I will talk to you later.
1: All right, good here to hearing you.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, all right. How was that conversation? You guys have a good time with that. Hope you had as much fun as I did hanging out, catching up with Roger, talking about a variety of topics, a variety of subjects. Hope the news was okay for you. It's kind of a weird news week, this, this, uh, this geeked week that, that uh, Netflix is doing. it promises to be something that, uh, that will uh, you know make me regret doing a podcast on a Monday because I feel like by Friday I will have a, a, a variety of new things to share with everybody. But that's just kind of the nature of the beast sometimes. You know, Recording schedules are what they are. Uh, Roger and I are, are fairly busy on Fridays, <laughs> and it just is what it is. You know, one day, folks, we will be professionally paid podcasters, and then we can record uh, whenever the heck we want, and that's that's the goal. That's the dream, to live that life and to crush the podcast game. All right, I want to thank you all for uh, taking the time to listen to this podcast. It means the world to me that everyone, every single person takes the time to download this and listen to it. You are the best. You are the best, the best, the best, the best. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. You could help us out immensely, though, by, by making sure you like, subscribe, share the show, tell you all your friends about it, rave about it, post about it, share it on the social medias, and make sure you're following us on the social media. We're at TomCastPopcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. If you're on Apple Podcast, give us those five-star reviews. They are so, so helpful to keeping this show alive, spreading the word about what we're doing, and uh, you know just making things happen. It's good stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to do so in advance. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. And if there's not something, if there's one we're not on, let me know. I'll take care of it. Hey, if you want to become an official member of Pophead Nation, do so at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPodcast. You can join the nation and gain access to the sweet bonus content. Thank you so much to the current Patreons. They came over today. They replaced all the light bulbs in the studio. They bought me a little uh, Darth Vader nightlight. It's it's rad in here, trust me. Thank you to the Aspen Hill Jody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is the co-host on The Ring and Ear. A great podcast. Be sure to check it out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. The Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard. The New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Our very own Joker and Harley. Brian and Crystal of can be Company, right here in San Diego. Check them out. They're doing great stuff over there. And... The beer hop brigadier general, Jesus beer hops. Thank you all so much for being the best, the best of the best, the best of the best. That's right. I'm gonna go with that for now. All right, let's get the heck out of here. We're gonna be back really, really soon. Uh, just a, you know, a quick programming note for everyone uh, listening to the podcast. I don't even know when I'm dropping this episode. We, uh, you know, as I record it, it's 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 you know, I'm gonna pull back the curtain here. All right, it is June 7th. It is Monday, June 7th. We just released the the Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark 40th anniversary spectacular episode that was so much freaking fun to record and and I just had a great time with that and hanging out with my my brother talking about Indy and all that stuff that just came out I'm hoping to wait a day or two and drop this but at the same time we're doing Loki we're covering Loki we're gonna uh, watch Loki talk about Loki and and drop those episodes too. You might get three episodes this week. Is I guess is guess is what I'm trying to tell you. So brace for impact. Three episodes of the of the Tomcast podcast might be coming your way this week. It's going to be real exciting. And don't forget to check out MandoVision if you're not uh, already a big Star Wars fan. Check out MandoVision Vision and we will bring you over to the dark side of the force and you will you will love every single second of it. We are on Mondays we're dropping Star Wars the Clone Wars rewatch episodes and on Fridays we are doing the brand new Bad Batch series, airing uh, exclusively on Disney Plus right now. All right, one final time. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Tom. This is the TomCast Popcast, and uh, you're the best. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Ciao, babes. So the tribe drops its third straight on this trip,
1: 6-1 to to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's say one hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry. Nobody's listening anyway.
0: We're not gonna be
1: fucking sunk this
0: year We're the Stanley Cup champion.